I have a lightweight riddle for you. Ready? What's easy for you to give up, but when you do makes your life harder when you do give it up? Excuses. And excuses happen to be the first domain that you use when you want to get out of a task that's too difficult for you. Make an excuse. Get away from what's bothering you. Dodge challenges. And no one's the wiser. You just got out of that thing with the ease because of a quickly crafted, witty, even excuse born out of desperation. Excuse making is my first signal that you guys have tripped up on your goals. And when I hear them, it often means that we have to recalibrate. But make no mistake, if you guys can give up the excuse making mechanisms that we're all kind of given in our daily, you are going to be better off for it. And look, since it's Monday, thank God it's Monday. Thank goodness it's Monday right here on Ego Killer. Welcome, I'm Johan Francis. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me where we spend time not just beginning our week on 10 every time out, but figuring out all those layers underneath in the human psyche that stick us in the same place positionally. This is where we take deep dives and we look to give out actionable and repeatable pieces of advice and habit change behavior so that you guys can move ahead. Since it's the beginning of the week, I need you guys to think about how we're going to keep this week going as we move forward. And you guys move closer into those goals that you have for yourself. Along the way, you're going to make an excuse for why you show up late, why your ideas aren't the best, all this negative stuff. I don't even want to get into it, but it is kind of natural that we give a little bit of an exit strategy right when we feel like we're going to be pushed up against the wall real quick like when you were a kid and you had that relative that call you a little bit too much right and you kind of had to figure out oh no 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 tell them you got your mom on the phone right one of your aunt's calls she's already 90 you know what i'm saying you don't have much to talk about but she just want to hear your voice (laughs) the worst thing ever right and you go oh no Give them, tell them I'm over here. You know, I have, I have a test. You have a test. I'm studying for my. That's an excuse. And as quickly and as desperation that you're not going to have much in common with your 90 year old auntie, as quickly as you could come up with an excuse is the same expedience and efficiency that you guys come up with excuses on the fly. But look, it's imperative that we make sure we start this week off with zero zilch excuses on the horizon all right so we're gonna start the week off and i don't know if you can tell but my my week is gonna start gravy i hopefully on 10 my voice is like now i'm gonna do a three you know i was sick this weekend i had that fever i was exposed to the elements a little bit too cold for my california body and immune system and that thing decided to take a vacation right when i needed it the most but you know what I'm working with it. I'll be in a new octave or a new vocal range, I guess, for this one. But it don't matter. Time, father time, (laughs) waits for no man, no woman, no warrior, no beast, and continues along the way. So that's what we're going to do, you guys. Let's break it down. How do we get into this mode 
where we change some of these excuse-making behaviors, making our load a little bit lighter. I'm going to tell you a hint. All right? Put put your teeth together, your literal teeth, and do make a sound that Togi, Tony the Tiger makes. That's right. We're going to start. We're going to learn to growl right here. We're going to do a lot of things that sound like growling. Let's break it down. Man, it's tough when you're coming back from being sick, when you want to jump back into something, but your body is still fighting it off, right? Like these tiny little microbes are just beating your body's ass, basically. So you're feeling good, your mind's on 10, you know, all this, and then like, you know, some tiny little microscopic animals are just holding your whole system back. It's like, man, because I want to hit the ground running, and you guys know how it is when you get sick, and it's just like, your car won't turn over. It's frustrating. But you know what? It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You give yourself the time to recover and life goes on. And because, you know, we managed to stay healthy, at least I have, I'm thankful for that part. So I won't let it hold me back. That's that's one way of conquering that excuse. And I promise that we have to start thinking about making a special sound, that growl, that grr. I want you guys to picture that in your mind. I want you to think about all the grr. <laughs> Alright? Because the number one conqueror that's going to make you guys successful and make you adopters of a lifestyle that is free of excuses. Because I've seen it in each and every one of you guys. I've seen it in a lot of, well, fighters, right? That have been around. Some that I admire. Some that you guys know about. I've seen it in the unsung working class heroes that we have around us on a daily basis. I know I saw it in my own, in my mom growing up. Some of you guys see it equally in your family members. And no one's ever going to write books about their feats and efforts, but you see it on a daily. You're like, yo, someone ought to write a book about that. Right? It's a sound that I make when I'm warming up to do this microphone. I'm talking about grr. Roaring. I'm talking about grit. All right. I'm talking about developing some purposeful grit. Developing a gritty mindset. All right. A gritty mindset. Because we're looking to stay the course and we're looking to formulate a pattern of long term affinity. That's how we get rid of making excuses is we're going to reshape the context of how we what excuse we're going to make today we're going to reframe everything that we do in long-term frame framing and phraseology we're going to go ahead and jump away from our fear of failure all right 
We make excuses because we're afraid of failing. We're afraid of leaping out of our comfort zones, right? Someone tries to give you a promotion, you try to give it right back because you're afraid of the new responsibilities that you're going to have to handle. You're afraid of the act of actually having to learn something that you haven't learned in a really long time. You're afraid to compete with those younger folks who got it, right? They have more energy. They're cheaper. You're more masterful. You don't really want to compete. In fact, you already been there and done that. You learned all the systems. You peeled through those textbooks. You remember being a younger one, a young one. You don't want to go back to that. You make excuses why you shouldn't try to climb up that ladder. You're cool where you're at, right? Sometimes you're in the gym. You don't want to try a new routine that sees you not lifting weights for a really long time. So you're willing to go through the same type of neck pain and shoulder pain that has kept you in the same modus operandi for far too long. Give me those shoulders, you know, those military presses. Let me get a spot on that. You know, I've seen people who lift so heavy with their incline presses that they require a spot and they require elbow wraps. And after those two fail-safes are in place, they need people within a three-foot you know, foot radius to be a- away from them. And they also require no more than three reps. And that's a lot, yo. That's a lot of conditionals to go on just to, like, glory lift. And look, glory lifting is the business. Don't get me wrong. But that's called perfectionism. All right? And so when we... Let's say we wanted to lift that heavy, but we're not willing to go through some of the more boring aspects of lifting heavier, getting stronger, which might be lifting light, might be lifting more different modalities and angles to try and build up some muscular strength. Going with full range of motion, that's all boring. That don't got me glory lifting out here throwing around big iron. That's perfectionism, actually. It's staying in your comfort zone, and it's a fear of making mistakes, doing something you perceive as easier. What about a lack of self-confidence? Not having the confidence to pick up, like I said before, new skills in a new area of work, right? And so we kind of make excuses for ourselves. You don't have time, right? You don't have time. All of the imposter syndrome that might get drudged up when you feel like you're advancing along the career. So you say, hey, I'm going to wait until I have more experience. I'll start working on my inability to speak in front of large cl- – or not inability. I don't want to make it sound dire. But my fear of speaking in front of large crowds or of mending fences with my, with my siblings when things kind of settle down preparing to prepare to get after it all of these things are excuses the biggest one that we need to conquer when i ask people in the gym when they're going to come train is that schedule you don't have the time biggest excuse in the book you got to make time even when you feel like you don't have any there's so many hours that we're awake and we're just not aware of how much time we're wasting you got to go ahead and get out there and make time and we need to formulate some of this here grit to get after it and we can do this by talking about the definition right right we can or at least we we can talk about grit as the combination of passion and perseverance in the pursuit all right of long-term goals passion perseverance and long-term passion i love doing what i do i work through anything and i will do it as long as humanly possible grit my mom waking up 
before dawn's butt crack day after day when I couldn't drive sending me off to school first before making the food the eats and then driving 30 plus miles to get to that job the only black nurse working inside of Hewlett Packard that renowned children's hospital right there day after day in fact I don't even remember the day where my mom took a sick day I don't think she did she took vacations and stuff like that but like just being sick and who doesn't get sick after 30 consecutive years of doing the thing out there with all those challenges I know she was some days she was sick other people who are you know out here grinding like that some of the hardest feats that we can say in a daily life showing grit showing a passion for work a passion and a dedication for hard work over time in the pursuit of some quality wealth of prestige of career advancement inside an industry that matters to people is altruistic in some way we can talk about that as grit right because grit is dope grit means you have all the do it fluid in the world to get through barriers and hurdles jump over those hurdles and you don't have to rely on intelligence and in and a limited pool although if you are talented you don't know what your limits are of talent see because like think about this and i always say this when you're really smart and you're intelligent, you didn't work for that. Because you didn't work for it, you have to be you have to be um, coaxed, right? Someone's got to tap you on the shoulder and be like, you know, you get stuff really quick. You don't put in a lot of effort. You need to challenge yourself. Find ways to get better at thinking through problems when they're easy. Either by challenging yourself with more stuff or harder equivalents. Foster your ability to use your intelligence. Right? I don't just mean like play more chess or something that's easily programmable or you can learn. It means foster the thing that you have. Because a lot of people when you're really smart, I know some of you guys are smarty pants out there. You don't have um, a signal that you're really just doing it stuff at ease. Intelligence is a gift. And so you take it for granted. Talent. The ability to kind of have an endless, uh, you know, bag for skill development. When does that skill development run out and you actually have to get down and learn stuff? Grit helps you through it. Now, I always wanted to like, or what I wanted to challenge you guys with is talk about that grit. What do you think of when you think of the word grit? I always think of like, <laughs> I think of some weird stuff like, you have like a sandwich and then there's some like peanut butter and it's inside the sandwich and it's a little bit too gritty so like it's a nap you have a good texture and then all of a sudden it's like that's grit right or it's you went you're walking alongside the beach you still have your shoes on and then uh you know what you take them things off hang out on the, on the sand, put your feet back in your shoes and some sand gets in your shoes and uh, this is a uniquely coastal problem I recognize by the way. If you live inland, you're like, what? I have to go on vacation to see that sand. You talking about that Kauai? No, no, no. Uh, you get sand in your shoes. You get a little dirt, maybe a couple pebbles. It's gritty, isn't it? 
right? When you remove a hard adhesive from a smooth surface and that adhesive gets stuck, that surface is no longer smooth. It's, it's gritty. It's lumpy. It's grit. It's tough. It requires grinding. You might have to end up working hard, like you're at the grindstone, focusing to hone a sharp edge. Grindstone, focus, patience over a long period of time. You guys ever try to sharpen a blade? You can't do it instantly. Like, that's one thing AI is not going to be able to do that easily, is sharpen a blade of any description, right? A chisel, a knife you know, scissors. You need to actually work at that thing because it takes time. That's why it's called back on the grindstone because you don't just sharpen something. You're grinding. You're gritty, right? Maybe you growl a little bit when you have an excess of this grit that we're talking about. What other GR words do you guys think about? Let me know right there. Let me know what other GR words come to your mind when you think about grit, right? When you think about grit. In today's episode of just just get tougher, we're going to teach you to develop grit. We're going to teach you guys to develop grit, to get grungy, right? To get a little bit grimy, right? I'm a words guy. I love to associate words together. You know, I've had a long affinity with words. That's why I love hip-hop so much. It's why I've... Loved reading poetry in school so much, and thereafter, I used to be more on top of it. The nexus of those two things? Come on, please. Talk to me about that. Where poets are hip-hop fans, or strong writers are hip-hop fans. You know, uh, Nevada Diggs, or Paul Beattie, um, uh, Tainahasi Coates, and the like. Like, talk to me. Breakbeat poets? Oh, I love the I love I love words, man. And the idea to me when I think of grit, biting down and pushing forward. And when you guys start to make that association, you start to notice that this is essentially anathema to what? To making up excuses. Do gritty folks make excuses? When I was a young boy and I asked my mom, "Hey mom, I got kind of a, I got a headache, like right behind my right eye, right here. It kind of, it hurts. Like, can I miss school because of this? She looked at me like I had just spoke tongues to her. No. What are you serious? You're not sick. You're going to school. What happened at school? Nothing bad. Get ready and stop messing around before you make us late. Grit. 
some of you folks that have worked for a very long time, some of the people that I train with now who are, they're like in the gym so much, I mistake them for plates, for barbells, not for dumbbells. <laughs> You're not dumbbells. I mistake some of the people that pull up in my gym right now for heavy bags. They're so ubiquitous. They're always here. Grit. Guess who are the people who are the strongest, who have the most success, who are the most insightful about the means to stay on course. The ones who have that grit, my friends, the ones who bite down, grind the teeth, grind at the stone, and push forward. And how do we have a perspective of grit? Well, we need to be able to focus on long-term achievements, okay? That way we can bounce back from setbacks and learn from failures and see them as opportunities for growth. Their growth, right? <laughs> consistency, building consistency for, for your efforts, right? Builds dedication. Grit helps you think about grit as consistency, right? You can have a passion for the pursuit that you guys are going after. All right, and make your journey more enjoyable and meaningful. That's how you can dedicate that. Focusing on on passion, setting long-term goals, and just getting tougher. Building resiliency, reframing failures as a part of the learning process whenever you trip up in life. Some of the grittiest people you ever meet in your life are those people who have been doing it for a very long time. I had a kickboxing coach a long time ago that I met. And uh, I was, he was talking to us one day, and I think I was like trying to get his attention. I was talking to him. He's teaching me some kind of technique. That's what it was. We were sitting there. He's teaching me some kind of technique. I'm dog tired. I think I was in my senior, junior year of college. Like every day was like a struggle homework, and then work, and then blah, blah, blah. And I scraped together like three bills, three, three Benjamins, so I could pay this man his money. And go ahead and learn some of these techniques. And I was talking to him. I'm tired. I'm barely eating. I had like two tacos before. You know, ain't eating since lunch. I had a red line. All bad. And he was talking to me. And he used to drop all these gems on me. But not today, right? Today, I just kind of looked down at his leg. Right? And I noticed his shins. Right? I noticed his shins. His shins looked like the exterior of like a rental Toyota Camry dents and dings everywhere and I looked at that and I was like yo this wise man over here telling me that you work to live you don't you know you eat to live you don't eat to work and that just clicked my whole perspective in place right the way he was teaching me to punch going backwards things like that all of this stuff started to click in my brain. And then I looked down on his shins and I'm like, yo, his shins <laughs> all beat up and banged up. His toes were all bent in different directions. And I looked I looked right back up at him immediately. Immediately. As if I saw like a hidden gang tattoo on his body where I wasn't supposed to look there real quick. You know when you're at the checkout stand and you see one of these folks that's checking out your groceries or something and they have like a prison tattoo? It's like, oh. And you look right at him, you know, you don't want to ask him what's that mean. So you just look him in the eyes. I did that with his shins. They were worse than that. They were more serious than any gang tattoo ever. They were a story of how this man became, you know, a 
fight winner world champion back in the day and no you know no lie no surprise that this dude was in here dropping gems about life and about kickboxing to me because look at his story look at his tibialis <laughs> it was telling me I know what I'm talking about I had been there I had fought 70 fights I've been through the ringer when you listen to folks who show consistency over time it's because they've realized routine is part and parcel of what it is to get by and so when you guys hit that wall this week at some point and you kind of question what it's all for they really at my job have been giving me these shifts that I did not ask for and did not sign up for we're getting an excess because it's a certain time of year of these customers that are really trying my patience make me wonder what I'm even doing for what is it all for I wanted to move out of this particular duplex into an actual apartment or house that is on the side of town closer to my job I've been wanting to mend fences with the homies for a very long time but I can't we're gonna stop when that hits us right in the chest this week and we're gonna remember to bite down and err better yet grr <laughs> straight up make that sound and remember to formulate perseverance and frame what I'm trying to do over the long term am I really pissed off about this now how does it make me feel about my prospects if I deal with this every season Am I in this for the right reasons? Is it time I change job positions? Is it time I change shifts to bring a sense of passion back into the work that I was doing? Because I lost that. This is a this is a grind instead. Have I been avoiding mending bridges with my homies, with my old friends, right? For the longest time in my life. Because I'm afraid that it would be seen as moving on. Maybe I'm looking to save a friendship, and that friendship really should be a, a long-lasting thing that grows as you grow. For example, these are all examples. You guys not having time to work out regularly. Maybe you're trying to do too many things at once. I know that this one comes up a lot for you guys. I'm telling you to go out here and do this extra lifting. It's like, oh, I don't got time to do that. I'm not asking you guys to do a full CrossFit workout. <laughs> you know, I'm not asking you to do like four of those CrossFit workouts back to back. You know, where you have to warm up first with kettlebell marches and then you have to do all the uh you know, the floor routine with the with the wooden dowel go behind the neck and then underneath the legs and all this. I'm not asking you guys to do all that. I'm just asking you guys to lift. There are days where I've been in the middle of like a training season for myself and I've had no time because I've had clients and that my sleep schedule has been way too early and I know that I'm not going to have any time to get in a lift and if I don't do it today, I'm going to come up with the same exact excuse tomorrow. And this isn't just me. Anybody else, a crazy strength coach, let me know or a trainer, a personal trainer, 
or a fitness enthusiast who knows who knows this implicitly and if you're not know this that we do this and it might be weird like if you actually saw us doing this you'd be like what is wrong with you that is strange but brilliant you're crazy like a fox we'll literally go to the gym for like 20 minutes and crank out your good your best four sets of bent row you'll hit up that bench you'll get four sets and then you leave on to the next client You'll knock that thing out and you'll leave. I've literally gone to the gym like twice, each round being, you know, 15 minutes. And that was my workout for the day. Knowing I wouldn't be able to work out that next day. And potentially the day after, I would have the same excuse. And knowing that I'd have to carve out some time today to find time to run. Just put your shoes on and run. Was enough to help reverse all of that negative self-talk, all of that excuse-making that we have. I know trainers and coaches that will go in for, and I've done, I've gone in for like, you know, like four rounds of bag work and then I leave. And that's literally all I get to do that day. I'm so busy. But guess what? When you do nothing, that is infinitely better than nothing. Literally infinitely better than nothing (laughs) is to go and style on that on those dumbbells for 15 minutes throw those things around then do nothing it's way better trainers who go in and do like 20 minutes and then bounce imagine watching that happen hi welcome in oh you're done already bye it's like huh infinitely better than the excuse making and not saying you have time and the point i was trying to make is simply you have time you're just not going to get the exact perfect workout that you get you're not going to be able to talk to your superiors or your boss and have them respond exactly how you like you're not going to be able to move today make plans for it happening starting today you're not going to be able to mend all of those fences the shorts and the longs right you're not going to be able to mend all those fences today open up a dialogue the excuses that are baked into our society are right there for the taking, right? They're like Halloween candy on Halloween. You just walk up, dip your hand in, grab a handful of those excuses. They're readily made and wholly acceptable inside of our society. We do a pretty damn good job of patting you on the back whenever you make them. Nah, it's okay. Right? Commiseration. But the truth is we limit ourselves. You guys limit yourselves far too often and then we accept it and then we start to teach that to our loved ones right to each other and it's time to live a life of those who are a little bit grittier than us you don't have to adopt a whole entire mindset of grit just a little bit of that attribute of that trait that sees you doing way more with your ability having lived this other veil life where there is no reason for you to quit early for you to leave before the job's done for you to avoid for you to say nah I'm good because I already did that there is an entire lifestyle on the other side of that that you guys need to be living that I try to live and I want that for you that excuse making this week 
Nope, that's not the business, my friends. We're going to get after it, all right? So let me know. Your favorite GR that you associate with grit, how you get by, and I hope you do that this week. And until then, thanks for listening. Stay all the way up.